Welcome back to the Chats with Creatives podcast. I don't have a guest today. Today, I thought I would have a little ramble, um, just me, as a kind of emergency lockdown episode. (laughs) I don't have any notes for this chat. I don't know if you know this as a listener, but I, I have notes that I kind of go through with each guest. You know, most guests I've seen a fair amount of their work and I have specific questions about their craft or their creative process or sustainability practices, whatever it may be. But I feel like today this authentic and from the heart ramble (laughs) is maybe something that some of us need to hear because I feel like it's something I need to hear. But basically, I'm just going to have a chat about where I'm at. A lot of my episodes coming up, my interviews got cancelled due to the lockdown five and six and then the extension of lockdown six in Melbourne, which was a hard blow (laughs) because I'm not working at the moment. And, you know, this podcast is one of those creative projects that kind of keep me getting up each morning and focused throughout the day and help me create some kind of routine in my life. (laughs) It also brings me joy brings me joy to converse with people about art, theatre, acting, all of those wonderful things that I've spoken about in previous episodes. It has been really helpful in the past 18 months of bringing connection into my life as someone who's experienced all (laughs) six Melbourne lockdowns. I've spent a lot of time on my own and getting to talk with these beautiful artists creatives in you know a long form conversation where we can strip back the bullshit and really get deep into how we are and how we're coping with everything that's happening not only just in the world but in the arts specifically in the arts and mostly quite specifically in the arts in Melbourne I have a few international guests that I've had on and interstate guests but yeah I, I feel like this this podcast has focused mainly on Melbourne creatives. And so I felt that from you, <laughs> beautiful listeners, the the feedback I've been getting about how someone will say something and it will just ring so true in your experience and in your heart and in your self that you know you've been compelled to tell me about it. And a lot of what I've what I've been told has been about the connection one feels by hearing that someone else is having a similar experience to you or works in a similar way if we're not talking about, you know, coronavirus and lockdowns in 2020 and 2021. If we're talking about maybe someone's craft or the way that someone creates work or the way that someone handles anxiety or depression or their mental health experiences, when you hear someone say their experience out loud, and you listen to it in such an intimate form, like a podcast, like it's in your ears, it's straight into you. That is really powerful. And I wasn't intending to do this, but as I ramble, I feel like maybe something that could be maybe not interesting to hear, but maybe important to hear is how I've been lately. Because I haven't been well. I've been really struggling. I've been really, really struggling with lockdowns and 
no income and no way to see family. I haven't been to see family um, in about two years and that's really hard. My little brother is getting married at the end of the year and, and I just, my heart kind of breaks when I think about not being able to be there. You know, if borders are closed or if a snap lockdown comes into effect. And I know that so many of you are dealing with similar things, you know, stuck interstate or stuck here in Australia with your family overseas, unable to go and see them because maybe you won't be able to come back. Yeah, it's been it's been really hard. And I'm really lucky that I live with my partner and my partner is an actor and his family is also interstate and his family is very communicative and supportive and they have been since the very first lockdown. I know I'm so lucky to have Lee and I wonder if anyone else (laughs) has been having a similar experience as me where that one person in your life that you were spending all day every day with, if it's maybe a partner or a housemate or whoever (laughs) how are you dealing with this time because I feel not that my relationship is rocky and not that we don't want to be together but just that we need other energy we need someone else to come in and break up that monotonous kind of day after day after day in lockdown we have so much fun together but Lee has kind of, you know, taught me over, over the kind of span of our relationship about not getting everything you need from one person. And I felt like at the start of our relationship, I was really guilty about that. I was really kind of conflicted and confused about being like, why do I just want to go out and see someone else and not, not you? <laughs> and he'd be like, because I can't give you everything. I cannot give you everything that you need to function in life. So something that I've noticed really, really lifts me up is seeing a friend, even like voice messaging a friend, hearing someone else's voice. That's not my own. It's not me talking to myself. And it's not Lee's beautiful, supportive, compassionate, kind voice. It's someone else. It's just a fresh energy. And it just... It revives me and it's so it's so hard to kind of deal with that that contrast of or that those opposing forces of I desperately need to spend time with someone with a friend with someone who will fill me with a new energy and who I can fill with a new energy (laughs) and that opposing force of like I am so unmotivated and low that I find it so hard to actually actively go out and see someone I don't know I realize that's a that's a big ramble (laughs) I just I'm curious if if anyone else feels that way that need to to see and connect with others (laughs) while at the same time experiencing such a struggle of getting yourself up and out and socializing oi During lockdown five, I was in, I was, you know, I was really struggling. I'd left my job. I had absolutely no income. I had bathroom works coming up 
where I needed to leave my house for a week, a week and a half and, you know, obviously pay for that and pay for somewhere to be during that time. And I was just super anxious, super anxious. And I read this post on Instagram. (laughs) I don't know who posted it. I don't know how I came across it. It just, fuck, it just kind of weirdly like blew my mind. It was that reminder that I really needed and just spelled out so plainly. And it said, you are currently experiencing trauma. Now, I feel like we all know this, like we've known this since the very beginning of COVID and that trauma of the unknown and intense immediate lifestyle changes and lack of connection and loneliness and all of those things that come with (laughs) that came with COVID-19. So we know that we're experiencing trauma right now, but this post was like, you are experiencing trauma. You are experiencing a global trauma. And this trauma is ongoing. You are still in lockdown. You are still at risk of getting ill. You are still at risk of family members, of friends, of loved ones getting ill. You are still experiencing this trauma. You are still confined to your home, unable to connect how we, you know, how we were used to connecting, unable to touch and hug and kiss without a fear of transmitting a virus. You may be financially struggling. You may be emotionally struggling, physically struggling if you're struggling to like get up and out and move your body. And this post was like, you are experiencing this ongoing trauma. You cannot expect yourself to be functioning at your peak. You are not able to deal with the trauma that you are experiencing because you are within it, experiencing it right now. And it just clicked for me. Like I've been for months being like, why am I not dealing with little things in my day-to-day life? Why am I not happy? Why am I not able to socialize when I'm so desperate to be around people and connect? Why am I so tired whenever I do see someone? And this post was just like, you're still in the trauma. You can't be at your peak right now. You can't be healing from the trauma that you are inside of right now. I don't know if this is making sense to you, but for me, it just fucking made sense. It's almost like it was that permission to be like, oh, it hasn't ended yet. It didn't end at the end of 2020. Like we all kind of hoped and thought and wished it was going to. We're all still in it. We've had a really fucking hard 18 months, nearly two years where we've been unable to see family unable to socialize normally, unable to do those things that help us get through each day, unable to see theater, unable to do what we love, especially as actors and, you know, musicians, live performers, creators. We can't fucking do it. We're still experiencing this trauma because COVID is still going around the world. Like we cannot be healing from that, you know, We may not be able to heal yet to work on our healing from this experience because we're still experiencing it. And I read that post and I went for a walk with a friend the next day and I I told her about it. And I was like, it makes so much sense. I have been functioning 
from this place of anxiety and stress and sadness, like it's my everyday level of functioning. And I hope this isn't too much information, but my body is covered in rashes, like all down my legs and all up my front and inside my arms. I'm covered in rashes and I've been to a doctor and they're like, I think you're stressed. And I'm like, but how the fuck can I be stressed? I have no responsibilities. I don't have any work. I'm just at home all day, essentially lazing about, but I'm not. I'm actually not. I'm anxious and I'm sad and I can't connect with friends in the way that I need to to feel better. Oh, I didn't mean for this to get fucking, you know, deep and emotional. (laughs) Sorry. I just, I don't know. My doctor couldn't work out what these rashes were. There's the possibility that it's like an autoimmune thing. There's a possibility that it's stress. So when I was talking to my friend about this post, I was like, I'm functioning from a point of trauma. And because it's been such a long time within this experience, I think my body, it's trying to tell me. It's like it's covered in these like patchy rashes and it's telling me you're fucking stressed. What you're experiencing is hard. Can you please make it stop? And I can't, obviously it's, you know, it's out of my hands. But yeah, that's, that's my takeaway from that post. I was like, oh, I'm still in this experience of trauma. Clearly my body is telling me something's not okay. I need to fucking chill the fuck out on myself. Like I'm so mean to myself. I don't know if you guys listened to the episode with Kane Hansen. I think he said, I may have cut out a few of them, but he he said, you need to be kinder to yourself, Bronte. Three, four times. <laughs> How fucked is that? I'm having this lovely, beautiful conversation with a friend and a colleague and and they're just like, wow, you need to be kinder to yourself. Oh, big slap in the face. I find it really hard though. I find it really hard to be kind to myself and I think because I have so much time on my hands I have a lot of time to listen to the thoughts that run around my head again I know this is essentially a one-way conversation but I really want to hear if you are having a similar experience to this or if you need to share please 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 share with me I I I want to be here and available for you I think all of this time at home, unable to go out, no work, interviews (laughs) cancelled. I just have so much time to hear the things that I say in my head to myself and, ooh, boy, rough, rough. (laughs) I've been in a pretty rough patch, in case you can't tell. (laughs) And it's kind of everything I can do at the moment to get myself out of the house because I know it's going to make me feel better, but it's still hard to do. It's that kind of conflicting state of desperately needing to socialize, but being unable to go and and be with someone. Anyway, one day last week, I got myself up and out to go for a walk. I'd had a panic attack that morning and was like, you know what? I just need to get outside have a little solo time 
And (laughs) I left my phone at home because I thought, like, I can't be on social media right now. I can't distract myself. I just have to walk and focus on my breathing. (laughs) I was five minutes from home and um, a lovely man yelled at me out the window of his car as he drove past. And I immediately stopped in shock and this kind of knee-jerk reaction of just hurt and confusion and guilt washed over me and I started crying on the street. And a few things went through my mind. And the first wasn't, who the fuck are you to yell at me when I'm on my one hour of outdoor time in Melbourne's sixth lockdown? Who the fuck are you? And I will say this, it was absolutely a tradie. So this person was at work to yell at me out of your passing car window, yelling at a woman. (sighs) Yeah, this one, this one got me. Trady yelling at me out the window on their way to or from work as I have just mustered up the energy to get outside in like, you know, a deep (laughs) depressive spell. This man has actively made this decision to yell at me. No responsibility because he gets to drive off and laugh with his mate. No consideration or compassion for the woman he's just yelled at out his window no consideration for, you know, her feeling of safety in her neighborhood, but also like no consideration of the fact that everyone's fucking going through a hard time. I don't know. I I feel like I've been thinking about it a lot and it really upset me and it obviously I was already not in a very good headspace. I didn't have my phone on me, so I, I couldn't call anyone just to like let it out of my head. I couldn't message my partner and be like, hey, this just happened. I'm going to come home. I just kind of kept walking and crying and was like, do I just go home into this place that I'm locked in 24 fucking seven after I've just got myself up and out? Do I just go home? Do I just give up? Do I just crawl into bed and call it a day at like 11 a.m. and say, nah, I can't do this one. To be honest, I think it would have been pretty fair if I'd done that, but I ended up finishing my walk and it took me 15 minutes, maybe 20 to stop thinking about it and to just calm myself enough to stop crying as I was walking. And I don't know, I just, I just feel like there's this, maybe this element of compassion and empathy that we're missing right now because, because everyone is so stressed. And as I was talking about, like everyone's in this state of trauma and this constant anxiety And then we add on all these other things that are happening around the world with Afghanistan and things that have never ended, even while this pandemic is happening, like coal mining and global warming and violence against women and racism and homophobia and everything. The list goes on. There is so much darkness kind of in the world at the moment. And I've been thinking about this experience last week of me getting myself up and out and going for a walk and this man yelling at me. And I, and I, I just, I couldn't, I couldn't understand. I just, I can't understand why, why he would do that. How are we as people releasing this stress and this tightness that we're all holding on to 
And even if we're oblivious to everything that's going on in the world and the only thing that's affecting us is that we have to wear a mask outside, we still go to work every day, we still do everything we used to do, we have our smoke breaks, we have our lunch, we buy our bread, like blah, 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 blah. But maybe for someone, the only thing affecting them is they have to wear a mask when they're outside. Who knows? I I mean, I don't live that life, but someone may live that life. So maybe this is not something that they have ever considered of how much people are being kind of affected right now. And I guess that the people that I choose to surround myself with and that I have decided to surround myself with throughout my life are very particular. Um, They're empathetic, creative, kind humans. They're people that share quite similar views to me. (laughs) I actually haven't told anyone that this happened except my partner. Maybe that's why I'm rambling about it now. (laughs) I don't know. I guess I, I wonder, maybe I'm trying to say that I wonder if there's an element of empathy and compassion missing or not being practiced because of the stress and the pain and the the anxiety that we're experiencing throughout this global pandemic and, and the effects that it's been having on us. I don't know. Has anyone watched This Way Up? It's the Aisling B series on Netflix. It's so fucking good. Oh my God, love it. It's a following this journey of this character, Anya, and her sister and a few other beautiful humans uh, after she's had some time dealing with a nervous breakdown that she had and kind of dealing with her depression and her mental health. And it's so fucking good. Oh, where was I going with this? I was wanting to talk about it for a reason. Oh, she goes to a bar and I, I'm so sorry if this is a spoiler. If you don't want to hear this, just skip forward 30 seconds. She goes to a bar because her ex wants to meet up with her and she's there for an hour and the bartender is like, what are you up to tonight? And she's like, oh, I'm on a date. And the bartender's like, oh, fuck yeah. Like dating yourself. I love that shit. That is a powerful move. And Anya's like, oh, uh, no, I'm actually waiting for my ex. I actually don't know if it's a date. Was meant to be here an hour ago and this bartender is like fuck him get the fuck out of here do not wait for that shit you are a queen and then she just goes on and on and on and she's like I tell myself every morning that I am a queen so my partner can hear it and he knows that that is the truth I am a queen say it to me now you are a queen and it's so oh my god it just felt like it felt like the voice in my head talking to myself being like Bronte fucking tell yourself that you're a queen you are okay you are dealing with life right now in whatever way that you possibly fucking can you are a queen you are a queen say it to yourself believe it believe it I just fucking loved it yes go and watch this way up it's a really beautiful series okay have I rambled enough I hope this isn't too depressing my loves again I just want to say that I I feel like I feel like connecting in whatever way we can at the moment is super important. And my feedback has been that listening to people's experiences has really helped them feel like they're not alone and that they're okay, that they can get through it because there's other people out there who are dealing with the same thing or who have beautiful tips on how to deal with what you're experiencing. And so I, yeah, I just, I know I rambled for 20 minutes, but I think I possibly touched on the kind of things that are kind of going through my head and that I'm experiencing right now. And I hope that, I don't know, I hope that it does something for you. 
even if it's just, ah, that's the host of Chats with Creatives and that's what she's experiencing right now. That makes sense as to why she says some sad shit in the recent episodes. (laughs) No, I hope hope it's not that. (laughs) Honestly, check me a message on my website. You can email me. You can fucking call me. I love a chat, obviously. Look what I'm doing with my day. Get in touch, please. I want to know how you are. I want to know that you're okay or that you're not okay. Honestly, life is fucking hard. And if it's not, if you are just like coasting along and you are like, lockdown six, this shit is amazing. Fucking great. I'm so happy for you. Like I'm feeling genuine joy that you are having a good time. Stoked, stoked for you. Let me know if that's your experience because that would bring me a little bit of joy in my little day. That'd be really nice. Yeah. That's all from me today, fam. I don't know. Let me know how you like this. I can I can do more of these chats to you on Malonesome. Can do. Um, or I don't have to. You can also message me and say, Bronte, that was fucking nonsense. Okay. Until next time, beautiful people, stay creative. Bye.